Hello, hello. Welcome back to another week of things you should know. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to handle disrespect in the workplace. Now, this topic is probably one that keeps me up at night the most, as it is something that I am still mastering myself and try to not let it keep me up at night as much as it 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 does in the current state. And this is a big one because I think for for any of us out there that do take our job seriously and do give a lot to work, and honestly, many of us do give a lot to work. When you just think about the time spent, most humans give to their work. I mean, is really the majority of our lives. Most of us start working. Sometimes even in our teenage years, and most of us work all the way till our late sixties, and that is a good, good chunk of our lives. And some of us, luckily, are having a great time meeting very great coworkers and have great teams and manager, while some of us are dealing with really stressful environment and sometimes very political. And disrespectful coworkers and managers and colleagues, and I, I want to talk about this topic more of how to handle disrespect in the workplace because it does unfortunately happen more often than we like to see. And one of the unfortunate thing that we do see sometimes at work is you sometimes find people that who will kiss up and kick down, meaning. If they are dealing with people that have authority over them, higher ups, managers, supervisors, CEO, or what have you, they act very differently than if they would for anybody that it's either on their same level or below. And those are some of the worst type. Is when you could see so obviously that this person essentially is treating people that who is. What they think it's below them, disrespectfully and without the appropriate manners and politeness that every each and all of us deserve. And I I want to talk about how to handle these, you know, more so because you know sharing my personal experience. Like I definitely do deal with that myself at work. Despite that, I am in a more senior level in my role. For example, I am the head of digital measurement and insights within my marketing department, and I've been within the marketing industry for, you know, well over a decade. And so I wouldn't say I am new to to my role, nor if nor if I am in a more junior role. But what I have noticed is that the more senior you become, especially When you are in a director or VP role, sometimes even if we don't see it, the amount of politics and just people jumping at each other when it comes to like arguments or disrespect happens even a lot more in higher up. And sometimes we don't think about that. We think. That a lot of these only happens in more of the junior level, mid level, and that's not true. And the thing is that when 
whenever we're presented in the situations where someone is like someone is obviously treating us with, with disrespect like perhaps they're not even trying to criticize your work when it comes to like constructive criticism right constructive criticism firstly you want to be able to identify that because feedback is very important good or bad like you do want to make sure that you are open for negative feedback when it is like constructive right like someone's trying to tell you hey like this maybe we need to think about it in a different way maybe we need to change it have you thought of this right and i think the approach the way that someone approach that topic is honestly honestly a skill of its own like how do you constructively criticize something but without offending the other person or making that person feel put down is honestly a skill and if you are feeling like someone is not even trying to be constructive they're just literally putting you down literally saying things that this is sometimes it's not even your fault like it's like you have no control over these things and how do you handle the situation like i could tell you that sometimes i fall into play where i sink down to their level you know, it's easy to essentially snap back. Like when someone snap at you and they make you feel a certain way that you feel like it's not justified, you want to fight back. Like, you know, well, you know, honestly, in my early in my career, instead of even wanting to snap back or say anything back, I would say nothing back because I wasn't even at a point in my career or in knowing who I was or what I was capable of to even defend myself. Like whenever someone t essentially told me no or pushed down my ideas, immediately I would always back down back then. It would just say, okay, you know, it's like, I don't even like, I just had to give them the benefit of the doubt that maybe they're right. And then th as you grow, as you mature in your career and you get to know your ability, what you bring to the table, your values and your ideas, you also start to create, generate an opinion of your own, which is amazing, as anyone should as they grow in their career. But I could tell you that you also reach the point sometimes where as much as you want to stand for your point, you got to start thinking about the approach, like how to do it in a way that despite the other person is respect disrespecting you that you could still respond respectfully and constructively and i think that is the hardest part because i could tell you even in my experience it's so easy you know so much easier to feel like okay i don't want anyone to step all over me therefore i'm just gonna respond back aggressively as well right so it's almost like you it's it's like this instinct like this natural human instinct it's kind of like animal instinct where if someone's trying to attack you or they make you feel like they're about to attack you that you also do almost mimic that same thing so that you could feel like hey like nope don't mess with me not right now not right here you know so like you could also scare almost the other component and I think that is more of like a like that animal instinct where we want to like defend ourselves by fighting back. However, that's the thing. The thing that I realized and I've learned is that like that only will get you so far. Like it is not the way 
to deal with these situations. Like, uh, like the first thing that kind of comes to my mind for a while when I think about this type of experiences is like, how do we go high when they go low? Right, like the famous Michelle Obama saying, like, how, like, we when they go low, we go high, and that is so much, you know, easier said than done. <laughs> Seriously, right? Like, for some of us that who, you know, have our own backs or like have people's back, right? It's so hard to sometimes be so calm, and I think being calm is one of the greatest. But yet, hardest thing sometimes, right? Depending on like your personality and your temper as well. And I could tell you, like, I definitely do have some of a temper. Like, maybe not the worst one, I don't think, but I do have a little bit. I admit, right? So even when I'm put into those situations where it is so obvious, like I have been in situations, I have been in rooms where the person would talk so differently. To someone else that is more senior than me, like so, it's like obvious how different, how much more respectful this person speak to another person in the same meeting, the same room as me. And when, as soon as this person talks to me, their disrespect, their tone is completely different, and it could be so obvious to a point where I literally. Could say the same thing, like I could be the one who said it first of an idea or a response of something, and that person will completely reject that idea. But as soon as the other more senior person say the exact same thing, sometimes even in the exact same tone, they will go by it. They will say, "Okay, yeah, no, that's great. Let's do that." You know, like when when you're presented in a situation like that, I think it is. Natural that like you recognize the imbalance in the room, right? Like, wait, what's going on, right? It's at this point something is happening where you know it's it's natural, I think, to think that hey, wait, is something wrong here with me? You know, like what's going on where I could literally say the same thing in the same way, but yet it is not being received in the same way as someone else in the room that's more senior. And I think that back then, when I was put into in those situations, by default, I would feel very disrespected. I would feel so disrespected because it was just so obvious how something was against me in a way. Like that was my takeaway, regardless of the real reason. Like that was my takeaway, and that made me feel very much like I want to show. That this person cannot and should not disrespect me, so I would react back almost in the same disrespectful manner as the other person. And I think it's easy for us to like, you know, it's like kids. You know, it's kind of like when someone do something to you, like they shove you, you shove them back. But it's exactly that. Is that? It is not going to resolve anything if you just react and do exactly what the other person that you don't want done to you happen, like, and you do it to them. Like, it just doesn't help the situation. At the but then again, I get it. Like, I completely get why. You know, if you're in that situation and and you want to either do it back or you have done it back, like, let me just tell you. I get that feeling. Like I understand how tempting 
and how much of like an animal instinct is it that all of us want to almost like protect ourselves by reacting either the same way or worse. But unfortunately, like that is not the answer. Like as much as I wish that that was the answer, it's not. Like it's rec- first, like you gotta recognize like that is not the way that the other person number one is gonna stop. Number two, they're not gonna respect you more from it. And number three, honestly, it's wasting your energy that you need to give in order for these people to even like you know see you because they're not gonna see you even though you're reacting in any way and another thing that i've learned and i want to share with all of you is that a lot of the times it's not even about you like when i was in those situation it was so easy for me to think that it was about me like i don't know why these people didn't like me or choose to talk to me that way but not the other person that's more senior but I made it about me. Like in my mind, like I was so quick to think that like, oh, this person have something against me. It is personal because the way that they talk to me is so different than other people. And the reality is, is not, it's not about you. It's not about anything personal. Cause a lot of times I would even, I wait like this person doesn't even know who I am. Like I only spoke to this person like twice. And they're coming at me in this way and that way. And it's easy to to frame this scenario where like, oh, but it doesn't matter because the way they talk to me. But when you really think about it, when you really come down and think about it rationally, like this person does not know you. They don't know the depth of your work. They especially don't know the depth of your rationale with the work that you do. You know, when sometimes people come at you and a coworker or uh, a colleague or even another manager come at you and they say, why you do this? Why is the work looking like this? Why is it like that? Like it's easy sometimes for people to just react with what they see. And unfortunately, people don't think all the time rationally. They don't think about, okay, this thing doesn't look so great, but maybe something is happening behind the scenes that is causing it to be that way. So instead of asking, why did you do that? Which is, you know, someone already using a somewhat of a like attack tone of why did you do it as if like they, 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 that's their intention to make it not good, right? Instead, it's like how to ask about like, what is the reasoning behind the output of this thing? right? It's like maybe there's something happening, like you're giving space and room for the other part, like party to explain why is it the way it is, right? Maybe they are experiencing resourcing challenges or something. There's reasons, right? And look, I wish everybody are that calm and that logical to ask and give people room, like the benefit of the doubt when they see something that they don't like, or they're experiencing something they don't like, or they're not getting what they want, that they are going to ask rational questions in a calm, civil manner. But unfortunately, that's not the reality. You know, most of the big corporation is not filled with people that are rational and are nice, (laughs) unfortunately. And so like we got to know ourselves in a heart that a lot of the times when you are dealing with these kind of people, a lot of it, it's not personal. It's not about you. It could be that the other person is needing something from you or your team in general, not like 
you you could just be somehow relates to the role that you do, right? They want something produced in a certain way, and they're not getting it, and they're frustrated because maybe here's the thing. A lot of these anger sometimes that people are coming at you like disrespect. It could be driven through their insecurities that they are having in the role that they have, and or it could be because of the pressure and the disrespect that they are also facing as a result of them not getting what they need in order for them to do what they need. And that is something that is probably more true that I see when I'm able to actually be calm and really think about why is this person feeling this way and coming at me about this topic? Like, what is it behind all of that? Like, removing myself from the situation and really trying to think about and listen to what is underlining with all of these upsetness and disrespect and anger, like what is causing, like what is this person even talking to me about that is causing all these tension? And if you're able to just for you know a little bit, because it's it's so difficult, it's so difficult to like almost remove yourself as if you're not the person in taking all of this disrespect and hostile or tension from this person and just think of it almost from a third party like what is this person even saying and when i'm able to do that and i'm able to observe and think through as if i'm a third person just observing like what is going on here and listen to what the person is asking for a lot of the times i learn that the stuff that they're asking for or talking about or they're showing displeased or impatient on are things that they need typically to do either their job better or that it's preventing them from doing their job better or they are somehow getting criticized for something that's lacking that they're trying to achieve and they're frustrated in finding ways to get it. Sometimes it's not even, maybe you're not even the right person to give it to them, but they almost at a point of they don't care. They just want to fix it and they're going to go to every single person that they can to see who could help them so they could solve it because at the end of the day, more often than not, these people are actually facing the disrespect that they're giving you from other people. So they're getting the pressure. They're not feeling like they're being treated kindly. And also, and oftentimes, and what I found for the people that are sometimes the most critical as in like mean to other people and disrespectful and impatient sometimes they are insecure themselves they're insecure about their role they're insecure about their job they're insecure about what they bring to the table and they're insecure about when the people going to find out about it and instead of focusing on how to make their job doing better they they panic they panic they snap and they're going to snap at people that they think there isn't going to be a big consequence from it. And usually, unfortunately, are people that they feel like they have authority over or somehow they think they are better than, unfortunately, you know, and 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 that reality, when I really, truly think about it, like, could that be it? Could that be the reason why this person is acting up the way they are and they're treating me the way they are and when i'm able to be calm actually that makes sense that makes sense like the people that have 
shown that type of disrespect or have been hostile or have been rude in these meetings and situations, when I try to think back to what exactly are they even talking about and what kind of connection does me and this person even have that caused them to feel that way or about their role in general, like what is this person even are supposed to do that they care about this topic in that way, typically it makes sense. Like it actually makes sense that it's either has something to do with their own insecurities about their role or and it could be the fact of that they are also feeling that pressure from other people and other people are also treating them unkind. So when you're able to recognize that, when you're able to actually see all of that, you actually start to not feel as offended in the situation. Because of course, like when you're in that situation and people are being rude to you, people are obviously so apparently being disrespectful to you, it's hard to not take it personally. Like it's really hard not to take personally. I have lost sleeps, nights, <laughs> just thinking about like feeling like it is personal and that I'm feeling attacked and I can't figure out like why are they feeling this way and I'm just thinking in my head like how would I react next time, this time, you know? And it's difficult. It's difficult to not think that it's personal, but it's really not. That's the thing. And like, and then uh, uh, even you know broader picture like remove like the the disagreement or disrespect that you're facing in that one or twice or whatever meeting you think more broadly overall work overall this job overall this company overall and you start thinking about like wait a minute like we're all here to do a job (laughs) like we're not here to get paid to make friends with people like I mean, that's just the reality, like great for people that who have met great friends, sometimes even best friends and even just like life partners at work. That's amazing. But that is just the plus side, right? Like it's like the bonus It's not the given, like people go to work and that's just not the purpose. That's not the reason. And what we need to do all together is not to be best friends. It's not to be soulmates. It's not to be connected to each other in other areas. And no, we're here to do a job. And that job oftentimes is to make sure that the company is making money and that we have ideas and strategies and ways to actually make that better and better year over year. And so what we need to all do is work good together in, in the way that we're actually producing and making progress. And so if other people are attacking you and respecting you, like, honestly, in a way, none of that even matters. Like, you just got to have to focus in the task at hand, which is really about, okay, what do we need to do now to go forward? Because it's easy sometimes, too, to, like, stay in the loop of this cycle of just arguing and talking about a nonsense over and over again, and nothing is progressing. It's honestly easy, especially when you're in a unpleasant conversation because it's almost like like if someone tell say like oh yeah but when you said this it's not that and then you're you, you're like no I didn't say that it's this like you're, you're just all like constantly trying to prove each other wrong almost like you're trying to catch the person slip and say like no it's not this like it's no longer even about how to get the best output it's sometimes it ended up being like who's gonna be right it doesn't even matter if the thing that the person's right about, it's actually going to be beneficial 
to the ultimate output if people just wanted to be right. And if you find yourself in that situation, it's just, it's not worth the time. It really is not. And I could tell you firsthand that it's so tempting and sometimes easy to like fall into those traps because I'm not gonna lie to you when you are the last person that speaks or that you're right, like yeah, that feeling sometimes could feel good for that second. But it doesn't even matter because what you end up having is you're going to have someone that who now deeply dislike you, (laughs) you know, because like you could be right for that topic and maybe that person shut up for a second. But that's not going to make that person feel good about you. You're not does not mean you're leaving a good impression on anybody. You know, nobody won. Nobody won. Nobody won. Because imagine if if the other person have the last word and you're forced to say, okay, fine, you're right. Even though they're not, you, you, like your manager, you know, say you got to just go with it. Well, how would you feel, right? You're just going to feel this resentment of like, oh my God, this is so unjust. This is not, you know, like makes no sense. This is bullshit, all of that stuff, right? So at the end of the day, no one wins. No one wins. And, and I feel that the people that do win and come out the most are the people that are the most calm. The pe- when people are able to be calm, a lot of the times it's that because they're not taking it personally. They're removing themselves from the situation. They are reminded that like these people are acting up the way they do within other reasons that honestly has nothing to do with the situation or to do with you. And a lot of the times it has to do with their own insecurities and the, you know, negative experience that they're going through themselves and they're feeling that pressure. And I feel that when you're able to actually recognize and remind yourself that like when these people are coming at you in a certain way and you know that it's like, come on, like this person don't even know anything about you. There's like really no reason why this person has to do that other than maybe that person is just a jackass. Right, like there's sometimes those people, but even so, right, jackass grow up the way they did could be because they have a bad childhood too, right? I mean, like there's so many things that when people, just because our people are an asshole, it doesn't mean that you need to be an asshole to them. Like you're better than that. You really are. You really are. So it's about how to, number one, stay calm. And that to me, to be honest, is one of the hardest ones. It's like, you know, when someone disrespect you, like for me, I just boils. <laughs> like I'm just like feeling in my heart. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like I just want, you know, but you cannot, you cannot. Like number one, it's just work. It's just work. It's nothing personal. And no, you cannot just like wipe that person out of your life as if you would in your personal life because like that's what I would do in my personal life if anybody is like just unreasonable or disrespectful. But unfortunately, work, you got to be professional and you got to be open minded to work with people, even if it means that they're difficult. And it doesn't mean that you got to, you know, like, like bend yourself over and backwards. And if people are truly being disrespectful to a point where like, okay, that's just not reasonable. If people cuss at you, that's a no. You have every single right to say no. You do not talk to me like that. I will not talk to you right now if you continue to speak this way. And then I think that I need to be make clear of this when I say disrespect, because um, when I say disrespect, it's like those political, subtle disrespect, right? It's like they don't listen to you and their tone sometimes could be harsh. Like they yell, they might even, 
uh, uh, accuse you of saying something or doing something that you didn't or talk to you just in the way of like, like, what, what did you say? No, like cut you off or anything like that. Like those are also signs of disrespect. But if someone is like cussing at you, like if someone tells you to shut up or someone like just like say things where it's no longer just like a like a like a jab of like like oh no I don't think your idea is great or like no I completely just disagree with everything you say like those things are like you know harsh but they're not you know telling you to shut up or like cuss at you like that is a big no-no that's like a HR big no-no you know like so no like if people are disrespecting you like in that regard where they're cussing and calling you names okay that that is like you don't even need to be calm you don't even need to you just go straight to hr and like remove yourself you know from that situation and that's that and and sorry if i didn't clarify that to any of you in the beginning like what do i mean by disrespect um so the disrespect that i'm talking about it's more of like those like like the ones that are not like so so obvious were in the sense of like they're cussing or they're like calling you names like not that kind but the kind where it's like they like you you show them your idea they're just like oh this is terrible this is just terrible this is not good i can't use any of it and then they don't tell you why they don't tell you what is wrong and they don't tell you like they don't talk to you after that like that it's like it's not helpful you cannot just say it's not good or you don't like something or say everything i'm saying is wrong if you don't can and not explain why do you think it's wrong and like what is it that you want to see right what is the output like what is it wrong in right or that if you hear like you say oh yeah like this is how you could fix it and they're like no i disagree and somebody else said like oh yeah like this is how you could fix it in the same freaking idea and they go like oh yeah that's great like you know that type of almost subtle jabs you know what i mean it's like you're like wait why is this person basically like disregarding my ideas and the things i say or everything that that you're trying to showcase they are like no it's not good just like disregard and do something else or tell you your idea is not good without even giving you even more information to understand and interrupt you every single time you talk or something you know like those type of things where you're like wait a minute like this person does not seem friendly and is not productive in the conversation you know just going around in cycle like those type of more like that type of subtle disrespect is what i'm talking about and those are the ones that honestly happens a lot more at work it's not often that you see two people at work going at it like call each other like you know cussing at each other calling each other names and like about to fight like and the security bring them out like that doesn't happen in the corporate world because nobody honestly is that honest (laughs) usually you know and so a lot of the disrespect and um confrontation that happens is more of those political type of thing right like people you know throw each other under the bus they say things that it's just rude and unnecessary, but like it's not constructive. Like those are the things that you more often than not will find in the workplace. And dealing with them and knowing how to deal with them and how to how to like understand the situation is is key. Are they are definitely key and critical. And so, again, like recognizing where is it coming from, 
right like recognizing that it is likely very very likely not personal it's not about you it's more about them and the and the bad situation or pressure or insecurities that they're going through it's key because when you're able to recognize and divide yourself away from okay this person even though i'm the end of the stick of like receiving and experiencing all of this is actually not about me like that honestly it helps me so much to like not continue to stay angry at the person because when i think when i feel that it is personal like you do not like the person you're like stay away from me i don't want to deal with you you know it's easy to feel that way when you feel like it's about you but when you recognize that like okay you know what i don't actually think this is about me like this is not about me whatever it is that they're dealing with and honestly like it's your life and who knows like a couple years from now even a couple months from now you might have a new team have a new company like that person would just be a thought in your like your history mind you know it doesn't even matter and that's usually what ends up happening you know like in this moment in time you're feeling oh my god this one person or this one team are so mean and so rude to me but yet soon enough there'll be an ancient past that like will never even come up in your mind again because they don't matter you know at the end of the day it is work it is work you know unless you're a doctor saving lives like we're just doing our best we're just doing our best we're not saving lives here most of us are not unless again you're you are saving lives then thank you a huge huge thank you your work is so critical it really is and you know i'm in marketing i'm in tech i work in silicon valley and i you know i say this a lot it's like like why am i losing sleep like stressing myself over these like politics things that honestly over for what like we're not saving lives here we're just doing our best we are given problems to solve and we try our best to solve them and some of them is going to be very easy to solve and some of them it's the people that makes it harder to solve but like that is part of the job you know that's the part of the job and we're going to try our best to get it done but just remember and this is the part i think is the hardest is remembering that these are not personal these are not personal you're this is not your you know like a family member or sibling i mean maybe okay like some of us could work with our siblings but you know that type of fighting it's it's i think different than like you know fighting with someone at work that like you don't really know at all um but you know what i mean right it's just really like it's not personal like these people it's just a path that you pass and you cross and you continue. And if you're able to look past it and just like be the better person, and honestly, that's the part. It's like oh, so easy said and done. Like, how do you be the better person when you're like literally number one? Do not like receiving those type of disrespect. Number two, you want to stand up for yourself. And number three, it's like how? How do you do it professionally and in the way that it's like acceptable? Like that is hard. That is really hard. And like for me, I'm the type of person that's I would say I'm more direct than indirect. So if I like really don't like a situation or whatever, I call it out. I call it out like, hey, like I feel like you're doing this. I don't appreciate it. Like it's that. So but like how do you do it in a way also that actually is helpful and it's going to subside the tension and make the person feel like they're going to stop and be respectful right like that is not easy because when if you just tell the person like you're not doing this right and you're being this and they feel like they're not 
that is just going to be another, right? Another tension that is being built up. So it's not constructive. So it's like much better if one of you could be calm and just truly like put yourself out of the situation and just recognize like, you know, that's nothing personal. Let's just keep pushing for what is it that we're trying to solve right now? Like, why are we even arguing? Right? Like, just get to the bottom of that. If, and it's so challenging if we get there. You know, it's okay, I think, to actually take a pause. Like, he's like, hey, you know what? We already been talking about this topic for quite some time. We're, it doesn't seem like we're actually making progress in going somewhere with the topic. I, need, I think we need to take a pause, take a moment, and, you know, for us to separately think about what is the better way for us to go forward in our next conversation. Because in this momentum, it is not productive and we need some time to actually reconcile and think through how it could progress. And it's completely okay that when you're apart, if you need to, like if the other person is more senior than you and you're afraid that like there's going to be precaution from like, disengaging from the discussion because a lot of time here's the thing the people that are being disrespectful sometimes are the people that are more senior because they feel like they have more authority that they don't need your approval or your liking so they talk to you differently than they would with someone that's more senior and if that's the case and you don't feel comfortable in saying no or you know, not sure how to deal with this situation. I think number one is completely okay to ask for ask for advice from people that you trust. Like, I don't think by default your manager is the best depending on your relationship and if you respect your manager's answer because if you have a manager that's also just all about, you know, kiss up, kick down, then no, like, that's not going to be helpful because your manager is just going to optimize to say so-and-so is probably right just because they're more senior and because that person's approval also impacts your manager's, you know, rating or something like that, right? So you'd want to ask for someone that you feel like you respect and that could give you a perspective of like the situation. Again, having a third person hear what is happening usually also makes the situation more neutral and when a sense of like expressing back to even you of what they think is really happening, you know, and then that could also help remind you that like, you know what, maybe it's not about you this person is probably going through something or you know what you're right like that person is being unreasonable and asking in this way or in this tone but you know here's how you can handle it because look there are going to be assholes honestly like everywhere and sometimes you are the asshole right if you're having the bad day maybe I definitely could be an asshole sometimes too when I'm having a bad day and I apologize you know for the people that I, I as in to the people that I was an asshole to sometimes you know I would just like call it out you know yesterday I was super stressful so I'm talking in this tone or in this heavy you know I don't mean it like that and I think recognizing and calling it out sometimes also helpful because I for sure appreciates it when someone recognizes that their tone was off or whatever and they, you know, apologize that is due to something else. So it also kind of lifts that, like, tension between the two of you. Like, okay, this person is not, like, it's to my prediction that he doesn't, he, she doesn't mean it, right? So, so I think the recognition of it's probably not truly about you of why there is that tension or disrespect is probably something else. And honestly, sometimes it's you, you could just have a bad apple, right? It's just like, yeah, if truly the person's just an asshole and they just want to be mean to you because they think they can and that's why, like, 
it is what it is, you know, and you are better than that. Like, you really are better than that. And no, like, they're work people again at the end of the day. Like, you don't have to honestly handle it in any way. Like, but if it's truly disrespectful, like, please do talk to HR or talk to your manager of, like, what is the best situation if your manager could also help step in to, like, remove that unnecessary tension. Um, I do think that more often than not, it's good to give your manager a heads up if you feel like other people, team member, are giving you that uh, stressed or uncomfortable tension that is happening. Even if it's not to, like, sometimes to escalate or complain, but just to kind of give a download of the situation so that at least your manager understand the situation i think it's helpful and honestly i used to be really bad and giving any type of heads up in things like that because i in my mind didn't want to bother my manager like because i'm sure you know my manager is so busy like if i could handle the situation myself like i don't want to bother my manager from it and unfortunately that sometimes backfire it's that when you don't sometimes being the one bringing up these type of things that are happening and by the time it hits your manager's ear from the other person's perspective depending on again how noble your manager is and how well your your you and your manager's relationship is like I went through experiences where because I didn't want to bring up these situation because I thought I was able to handle it on my own I didn't want to like bother my manager because I didn't think these were even worth you know talking about as long as it's handled um, unfortunately, by the time that my manager heard about it back then, they be- my manager believed the other person's story, right? So like the story was already told in a way that was not in my favor. So by the time it was then spoken to me about it, I felt that there was a bias going on because simply I have not brought it up uh, first. So, you know, I think there's some benefit in just bring it up and you don't have to bring it up in the way that there's something needs to be done or that your manager needs to do something. But more of like an FYI, like, hey, this is what happened. This was the conversation. This is my thoughts from it. And that's that, you know, just an FYI. We'll see what happens. I'll keep you updated if there's anything else. But I think it's handled. I think just a download of FYI of this situation, if you really felt like it was really tense and really grand in the point of like disrespect was really, you know, just not good. It was not normal, like not a normal meeting. Like, yeah, it's worth flagging that, honestly. Um, even if it means there's no action required from it. And, you know, of course, again, like, Try to tell it when you are calm too because how you tell the story and how calm or not calm you portray yourself, it could matter as well. So, I mean, one of the, you know, thing that I, things I always recommend is that if you ever, like, uh, want to reply to an angry email or something, always try to give yourself 24 hours to just sit, think through it, breathe. Hopefully you're not angry when you're replying, like, I sometimes still fall into the trap myself where when I am very angry of seeing an email reply where I feel like it's such a disrespectful email um, and I'm writing the email, I could just feel my heart racing. Like I'm not, I know when it's like that, I'm not in the best place. I'm not in the best mind to even respond or write anything back, even though I'm like want to reply back to say, uh, no, this is not what it is. And you know, like it's almost like I told you so, but no, like, that's not gonna work. Like people could sense your tone, <laughs> even if it's through an email, even if it's through chat. So if you are feeling uncomfortable and you're feeling upset, 
try to pause yourself from responding from anything if you can like if it's an email or a chat you know give yourself some time to come and then come back and reply and if you're in in front of a situation you're alive in the meeting and someone's being disrespectful to you I think that, of course, don't, you know, it's not helpful. It's not going to be helpful to snap back. And look, I have done that. I have done that. And I cannot say that it's helpful, to be honest. It's not. It just creates more tension. And at the end of the day, nobody wins again. Nobody wins. Um, So I do think that if you're able to stop, if you're able to stay calm and reply logically, I actually think that's one of the best way to answer. I just know that it's hard to do. <laughs> you know, like when I'm able and then sometimes I observe other people, like I sometimes participate in meetings where I'm seeing there are two people have a lot of tension. They're confronting each other in a way that everyone else is like, oh my God, something is happening and it's not comfortable. Um I always think that whenever someone, the one of the two, when they're calm and they're able to present themselves calmly and still hold their ground, but calm again, not mean, not snappy, not saying anything to put down the other person like that, it's a skill that I'm like, that is essentially the way to like approach it. If you're able to stay calm and logical and reiterate your point, if you need to like, you come out honestly i think that's like the best way on top like to 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 approach it and practicing to stay calm i think is the hardest part and that's the one that i'm practicing now it's like okay i i i get it but the calming part i think i need to practice it's like how do i be calm in this situation and maybe that's why like i bought a fitbit i'm like maybe the fitbit could like recognize that my stress level is going up and like you know give me a buzz on my wrist to be like okay you need to breathe and i just breathe you know (laughs) um so i think yeah but all, all jokes aside i think you know number one recognizing that well first like it would like pull yourself away from the situation right think of it from almost like a third party to allow yourself then the ability to recognize that perhaps this is not it's like really not about you like it's not about you the other person's is either really insecure or they're going through a shitty time and they're getting pressure from other people their manager and their team members or maybe honestly they're just had a not a great childhood and they think it's okay to treat people that way you know and there's gonna be people like that out there but at the end of the day it's truly not about you and remember this is work at the end of the day you know it's just work like you're not signed up to be there to be best friends with all these people like these people are not meant all of them are not meant to be in your life forever like whoever you are feeling this conflict with and discomfort with that person or that team that group of people is going to be ancient past very very soon like it doesn't even matter what they think like it really doesn't it really doesn't what it matters is the growth and the benefit that you're able to get out of this role that you're in like what is it that you're trying to take away from this job if it's honestly just paycheck like you're there just for a paycheck well there you go just focus on the paycheck you know like those people are trying to distract you trying to make it harder for you like if there are ways for you to go about your work without having to deal with them think about what is the way in doing that if there really isn't then you got to train your mind honestly like that 
unfortunately, it's part of the job. Like, we're not guaranteed to give in people that we like to work with all the time. And if you really have to work with this person and you just think that person is just a complete asshole, like, you got to train your mind to how to, like, ignore this person, almost think of this person as, like, just annoying dog that you have to pass by every single day and they're gonna bark they can keep barking 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 but you're just gonna get used to it be like okay like this is barking again but like gotta do what i gotta do gotta focus put on your earphones like whatever you need you know because at the end of the day again like it's just gonna be a memory sometimes something you don't even remember later on you know it's just gonna be a thing that have happened and that's that so when you're able to um detach and recognize that it's not about you then you're able to actually not get offensive you're able to actually not get angry and get upset and get so stressed from the entire situation then you're able to essentially respond and handle these situations even better once you're able to recognize and stick with that mindset and be in those meetings again and respond more calmly so i hope that this is super you know um at least a little bit helpful to you uh, because this is definitely a journey that I want to share with all of you because as you could tell, I'm definitely still going through it, but I am going through stages of learning of like how to best identify what is happening and how to best handle it. Because again, like we spend so much time in our life working and not everyone get the, you know, pleasant pleasure of working working with people that we love and care about and this great people like some of us don't and some of us some of us some of us will deal with assholes so it's like how to deal with that because because it takes up so much of our time i can already tell you that it takes up even time from my sleep and i know that it really shouldn't be because it's not worth it it's not worth that way, but it's hard sometimes when you're in it every day, you wake up, it's all over, you know, doing it all over again, 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 it's hard to not let it get to you because it's so much of what you do every single day. So I hope that for those that who also experiences these type of uncomfort conflict and people at work that this talk helps you, um, but love to also hear your experiences and other topics that you would love to hear more about. If you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me on my Instagram at Real Things You Should Know. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.